the house of God this morning. We thank each and every one of you for your presence, for your participation, for encouraging the work here and contributing toward the work here. We can't do it without you. And rest assured, there are many, many, many lost souls out there. Not only in Locust Grove, in Jenkinsburg, Jackson, Griffin, Hampton, surrounding areas, Clayton County, everywhere. There are lost souls that still need to hear the gospel. And that's our sole purpose of being, existing, living this life. We are the instruments of God because he so chose us and added us into his body. Now it is incumbent upon us to go out into the world, all the world, to preach, to teach, to baptize, teaching men and women everywhere to observe those things, all those things that the Lord has commanded. That they too can be added into become members of this one body. So that they can participate and share in the joy. They can have heavenly citizenship. So that they can know that there's more to this life than just what we see on this side. There is an eternity. And the souls of man must spend an eternity somewhere. So that's our sole purpose. We're not here to put on a front, to put on a show. We're not here to entertain anyone. I often uh, used to say all the time, you're looking for entertainment. There are many other places where they call themselves worshiping this morning that will entertain you. But we're interested in teaching. We're interested in you Maturing, We're interested in you coming to a better understanding of what the will of God is. Because one day you're going to stand before it. 2 Corinthians 5 and 10, the Bible said, For we all must appear before the judgment seat of Christ. And not just appearing there, but we're going to have to give an account. Amen. To the things that we've done in this body, whether they be good or evil. Amen. In other words, we're going to stand there naked. Yeah. Yeah. We're going to be seen as only God can see us. We're going to be known as only God can know us. Amen. And we're going to give an account to the things that we've done. The time that we wasted. Yeah. The opportunities that we allow to pass up and we wouldn't tell anybody about that Savior who shed his blood for you. We're going to have to give an account, folks. Yeah. And that's why we're not interested in making you feel good. If the fact that Jesus bled, suffered, and died, and he was raised on the third day, and his sin and his blood continuously cleanses you of your sins if that's not enough to make you feel good I don't know what kind of feeling good you're looking for right. Right. 
Maybe what you're looking for to make you feel good can't be found in the word of God. Maybe you're looking for something in a bottle. Maybe you're looking for something in the flesh. I don't know what it is you're looking for to make you feel good. But if Jesus dying, if God so loving the world and giving his only begotten son isn't enough to make you feel good. You're looking for the wrong feeling. You're looking for the wrong feeling. So I hope and pray that's your purpose of being here today. To learn. To be empowered. To be encouraged. To be built up. And to also learn how to build others up as well. Because this, this journey... This walk that we call Christianity is serious. It's real, folks. And every day, folks are challenged and many fall to the wayside. Many give up hope. Many have sold out Jesus for the world. But we're hoping and praying you have come that your faith may be renewed, that your hope in Christ will be renewed, that you're not going to give up. Amen. Right. That you will be among that number, that when it's all said and done, you'll be able to stand. Amen. And you'll be able to hear, yeah. well done. Amen. Jesus never promised the walk of a Christian would be easy. That's right. But he did promise and say, I never leave you, Amen. nor forsake you. Amen. So if I believe if he's going to be with me, regardless of what darts I may have to endure, as long as he's with me, I know I can make it. Right. Amen. 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 This morning we would like to look at a lesson because it is written. Because it is written. As the scripture text was read into your hearing from 1 Peter. 1 Peter chapter 1. And I'll begin at verse number 1. Peter, an apostle of Jesus Christ, to the strangers scattered throughout Pontus, Galatia, Cappadocia, Asia, and Bithynia. Elect according to the foreknowledge of God the Father through sanctification of the Spirit unto obedience and sprinkling of the blood of Jesus Christ. Grace unto you and peace be multiplied. So we know this letter is written to a broad group. Scattered about everywhere. Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, which according to his abundant mercy had begotten us again unto a lively hope by the resurrection of Jesus Christ from the dead. I like that. He had begotten us again unto a lively hope. Not a dead hope. Not a weak hope. Distorted hope, but a lively hope by the resurrection of Jesus Christ 
from the dead. You believe Jesus got up from the dead, you should have a lively hope. Amen. That's right. Amen. Shouldn't be anything to discourage you. Shouldn't be anything to persuade you to do anything different than what the word of God would have you to do. You have a lively hope. Not a day at home. See, people worship other gods. Confucius. Uh, 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 What's the Muslim? Muhammad. See, the problem with Muhammad, he's dead. Now, he's going to get up one day. Yeah. But he's going to get up in a bad condition. That's right. yeah. Amen. He won't be getting up to lead anybody. Right. Amen. But we have a lively hope yeah. of one who was crucified, yeah. put to death. Yeah. But God saw fit to get him up. Amen. And he ascended up into heaven. Where he reigns now and he sits at the right hand of the Father. Amen. We have a lively hope. I don't know what you're investing in and I don't know who you're putting all of your faith and trust in. But I have a lively hope through that death, burial, and resurrection and because he lives. Amen. I have a lively hope and you should also. Listen to this, verse number four, to an inheritance incorruptible and undefiled yeah. and that faded not away, reserved in heaven for you. Yeah. This is what we gain. Amen. And this lively hope and our confession and our obedience and being baptized yeah. for the remission of our sin. Yeah. This is what we gain. Amen. An inheritance incorruptible and undefiled. And that faded not away, reserved in heaven for each one of us. Amen. Amen. Now, who's going to go up into heaven and break in and take it from us? Huh? That's what we have. Verse number five. Who are kept by the power of God through faith. We keep saying faith is so critical. Faith is so critical. Faith is what? It's the substance of things hoped for. And the evidence of things not seen. All we got to have faith, folks, if we're going to please God. The Bible said, Peter said, who are kept by the power of God through faith. If we believe in it, if we hold true to it, God will do it. God will save us, folks. He will deliver us through whatever we may encounter in this life. God will do it. But you know what? You got to have faith. You got to have faith. Through faith unto salvation, ready to be revealed in the last time. You could cry many tears now. You can go through a lot of pain and agony. People are going to lie on you. People will mistreat you. But one day, a day is coming, folks. Yeah. A day is coming when we are going to stand and hear, well done. Yeah. We're going to stand and we're going to hear. We're going to hear some wonderful words that say, come ye. Yeah. Come on. Yeah. You've been through it. You had to suffer. But you know what? 
though time's over. Amen. They're over. Yeah. But you know what? You're only going to hear it if you have faith. Amen. You got to keep the faith. Is that all right, sir? That's all right. Verse number six. Wherein ye greatly rejoice, though now for a season, if need be, you are in heaviness through manifold temptations. Yeah. Yeah. Amen, church. Amen. We're tempted every different direction we look. We're tempted. You know, it's hard to hold a conversation with somebody. They start cursing or talking crazy. They want you to laugh at the foolishness that they are talking about. They men want to talk about, you know, want you to participate in their conversations about them cheating on their wives. Women holding conversations and trying to mislead Christian women into laughing and joking with them about lusting after men. Yeah. Amen. Yeah. And what they could do with that young boy. That's right. Amen. We're tempted every different direction we turn. That's right. Amen. We may have heaviness in our hearts now, and we're surrounded by temptations, but listen to what verse number seven. See, this is what I love about the Bible. It will point out that yeah, we're gonna have some valleys. Come on. Now. We're gonna go through some things, but you know what? When you're trusting God and you keep your faith in God. Yeah. We get to realize and understand we're going to win this thing in the end. We come out victorious in the the end. Verse 7, that the trial of your faith being much more precious than of gold that perisheth, though it may be tried with fire, it might be found unto praise and honor and glory at the appearing of Jesus Christ. Yeah, we're going to go through some fires. We're going to go through some pain. We're going to shed some tears, folks. You know, the Bible said, if any man, if any man suffer as a Christian, let him not be ashamed. You know what? People will lie on you. People will deceive you. People will paint a picture and present themselves as somebody trustworthy Uh just to make merchandise of you and to take what you have. But the word of God says you can can go through those fires. You can go through all of that. But in the end, if you keep the faith, if you keep the faith, it will be found unto praise and honor and glory at the appearing of Jesus Christ. That's the word of God, folks. I'm not up here trying to sell you anything. The Bible just simply outlines and teaches faith is critical. And without faith, it is impossible. Without faith, what I'm up here saying don't even make sense to you. That's right. That's right. Amen. Because without faith, all you're going to focus on is you. Yeah. Yeah. You're not thinking about glorifying God. Come on you're not thinking about how to encourage somebody else through how you keep your faith in God and deal with the situation. Right. But when you have faith, yeah. regardless of what you're going through, you're looking. You're looking. At the big picture. Amen. And you know in the end God is going to deliver. That's right. Verse number eight. Whom having not seen. We haven't seen God but we know he exists. Amen. Whom having not seen you love. And whom though now you see him not. 
yet believing, yet rejoice, ye rejoice with joy unspeakable and full of glory. I rejoice. I believe in God, even though I've never seen him, but his word says he exists. Amen. And I don't have to see it to believe it. Amen. That's why I can speak with unspeakable joy. Yeah. Even though I've never seen him, I believe his word is true. Amen. Sometimes folks sit around talking, well, if I could just if I could just have a sign, you got a sign. <laughs> he wake you up every morning. It ain't your alarm clock. Amen. It's not the radio that, that comes over. Uh, your, your speaker That's right. you need a sign he wake you up every morning that's a Amen. sign Amen. he's God Amen. and I'm persuaded if you don't believe the word what make you think you will believe a sign what did Abraham tell that rich man they have Moses and the prophets. Yeah. If they don't believe the words of Moses and the prophets, what makes you think they're going to believe somebody came from the dead? Amen. No, what you need today, you don't need a sign. You need some faith. Amen. That's what you need. You need some faith. Amen. So that you might please God. Is that all right? Man, boy, Peter, Peter writes some good stuff here, boy. Boy, if it was if it were possible, I'd smoke it. <laughs> Peter writes some good stuff, boy. Now I said that jokingly. <laughs> Don't leave here, yeah. I just wonder if he really smoked. <laughs> you and you and you and forgot everything else. Now you wondering if I'm smoking. <laughs> Poor God's people, something else. <laughs> Receiving the end of your faith, even the salvation of your souls. Yeah. Yeah. That faith is important. Yes, it is. Of which salvation the prophets have inquired and searched diligently, who prophesied of the grace that should come unto you. Yeah. Searching what? Or what manner of time the spirit of Christ which was in them did signify. When it testified beforehand the sufferings of Christ. And the glory that should follow. Unto whom it was revealed. That not unto themselves. But unto us. We know the mystery. We know the full story. But unto us. They did minister the things which are now reported unto you by them that have preached the gospel unto you with the Holy Ghost. Sent down from heaven Amen. which things the angels desire to look into. Yeah. They were kept wondering. They were locked out. They were seeking and searching and wondering. But we know. We know it's no mystery anymore about this thing of salvation. It's no mystery anymore about God so loving the world and how he was going to redeem man and reconcile man back unto himself. It's no secret anymore. That's right. Amen. He has done it. 
and he's still doing it. And it is incumbent upon us that we continue to go out and take the message of the gospel so that others may come out of darkness and dwell in the marvelous light. Wherefore, gird up your loins. Gird up the loins of your mind. Be sober. Be sober. Be sober. Be sober. You know what? Soberness don't just deal with alcohol. That's right. That's right. Some of us got a lot of other stuff that need flushing out of us. Come on now. That our minds can be cleared up. Yeah. Be sober. Some of us need to turn off some of these crazy TV shows. Amen. Yeah. So that we could think soberly. Some of us need to turn out some of this ratchet music so that we can think soberly. Yeah. Some of us need to stop worshiping these recording artists. That's right. Amen. So that we can think soberly. We can sing some of this stuff they call music. Yeah. That doesn't even sound like English. But then you'll come up in the house of God and won't open your mouth. Crazy mess out there. They call music. And you come up in here and you won't even open the songbook. Amen. Say it now. Be sober. Yeah. Clear your head. Yeah. <laughs> be sober and hope to the end for the grace that is to be brought. Unto you at the revelation of Jesus Christ. Yeah. He's yeah. coming back, folks. Yes, he Amen. He's coming back. Amen. Don't be deceived. That's right. Don't be deceived. He's coming back. Man. And the Bible says, boy, when he come back. Oh, it's not going to be anything pretty except for those who have kept the faith. Amen. Amen. And who have endured That's right. till the end. Amen. For the rest, it's going to be hell. Amen. Now, you heard, you've heard the term hell to pay. If that's what you're going to pay with. Right. Yeah. He's coming back. Yeah. So, <laughs> clean up your mind. That's right. Clean up the way you're thinking. Yeah. Because what's in your mind is the way you're going to carry yourself and act. Yes, sir. You don't want to be caught. With your guard down. He's coming back. I I got to throw 2 Thessalonians chapter 1. I love that passage. That he's coming back. With his angels in flame and fire. Taking vengeance on them. That know not God. And obey not. The gospel. Who shall be forever punished from the presence of God. 
forever. How long is forever? A long time. How long is a long time? Forever. The frightening thing is, if God isn't going to be there, there's no light. There's no hope. There's nothing worth living for. Amen. That's why hell is just a place for the wicked Man. to be punished yeah. over, 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 yeah. over, and over. And I, and I think what makes it worse, in addition to the pain, that you'll be able to remember why you're there. You know, it's one thing to suffer and not be able to remember. But to suffer and just have an eternity to think about it. Amen. And then all of a sudden, it becomes sensible to you that all I had to do was just humble myself. Yeah, yeah. Too late then. Yeah, that's right. This is why we preach and this is why we plead. This is why we encourage you, get yourself right now. Amen. Get it right now because he's coming back. Our Lord, hang on in there. I, I, I'm sorry for putting you to sleep. As obedient children, not fashioning yourselves according to the form of lust in your ignorance. God saved you out of darkness. Amen. When you didn't care about the things you were doing, you didn't care how you dressed. You didn't care who husband you mess with. You didn't care who wife you mess with. You didn't care how you did what you did and where you went and where you did it. You were full of an an abundance of ignorance. But God saved you from that. And now he's saying turn away from that. Avoid it. That's right. Hold fast. Stay true. Yeah. As obedient children, not fashioning yourselves according to what he brought you out of. Amen. Amen. But as he which had called you is holy, so be ye holy in all, all manner of. Conversation. Did you all hear that? All. Yeah. Not some. All. Amen. All. Yeah. That 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 means I don't care what the season is. You should dress modest. Amen. Mm. Mm-hmm. Come on. I don't care who wedding you've been invited to be a, a bridesmaid in. Cover yourself up. Amen. Your breast shouldn't be hanging all out. Modest does not come based upon situations. That's right. Amen. That's right. Cover yourself up. Yeah. You would think a wedding should be something that should be honorable, respectful. Man. Man. I've seen someone just look like a bunch of cheap hookers. Yeah. Amen. Amen. Everything hanging out. And Christian folks up there dressed like that. The Bible says, so be holy in all manner of conversation. 
What you speak, what you wear, what you do, yeah. you should be holy. Yes, sir. Amen. All covers all, right? Amen. Where you go, Listen to verse 16. Because it is written. I told you. Yeah. Because it is written. Yeah. Be ye holy. For I am holy. Yeah. See parents that's what you need to learn. You need to remember verse 16. Yes, sir. When your child gets smart mouth. And, well why? Because it is written. Amen. Yes sir. Because it is written. Amen. And if you want to go to hell. You go yourself. But as for me in this house, we're going to abide by what is written. Amen. One of the problems today, you know, we, 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 I don't think the problem so much is not knowing how to communicate with our children. We just don't use the right tool to communicate with them. Amen. This is the right tool. Yeah. God said it. That settles it. Amen. But what? But it is written, be ye holy, for I am holy. Amen. And you do not derive to holiness by doing worldly stuff. Amen. Amen. Hmm. Can I direct your attention over to uh, second? Where do I want to go? Second Corinthians chapter six. Because yeah. my time running out, and I'm gonna sit down. Because I don't want nobody falling out of their chair. Because I'm a, I promise I can't raise you from the dead. <laughs> second Corinthians chapter six. You know the church at Corinth. It has some issues. Yes, sir. Man, if there was ever a congregation you can say that can relate and be identified as what we see today in many congregations. Yeah. Yeah. Church of Corinth had it going on. Yeah. Everything about them wasn't bad, but they had some issues. Yes, sir. And Paul encouraged them and kept exhorting them because when you are turning away from worshiping false gods and many of the people around you, they have no morals and sex was just rampant. There was no shame, no, you know, it just didn't offend people. Sort of like America today. Parents let the boyfriend bring the girlfriend up in the house. Parents let the girlfriend bring the boyfriend up in the house. They laying up together. Like they married. Immorality. Amen. But nobody got a problem with it. Paul brings out in verse 14, he said, be not unequally yoked together with unbelievers. Amen. Stop and think about this. If God saved you out of darkness, yeah. why you want to go join up with somebody in darkness? Amen. Makes sense. Amen. Huh? 
This is the Bible. Be not unequally yoked together with unbelievers. For what fellowship has righteousness with unrighteousness? And what communion has light with darkness? If you understood what God has done in your life, if you understood that you have been quickened, made alive, because you were dead in your trespasses, if you understood that you were fit and worthy of going straight to hell, but God. But God. So fit to save you. Yeah. What desire should you have to want to go back to a path that would send you to hell? Amen. That's right. Verse number 15. And what concord has Christ with Belial or the devil or Satan? Or what part has he who believes with an infidel, an unbeliever? That's right. Peter said, be ye holy for I am holy. Yeah. That's what Peter wrote. That's what God said. He's holy. Yeah. How can someone of an infidel mentality please God? Bible said, and what agreement has the temple of God with idols? For you are the temple of the living God. As God has said, I will dwell in them and walk in them and I will be their God and they shall be my people. Wherefore, wherefore, wherefore. See, listen to the Bible. Come out from among them and be ye separate, saith the Lord. Saith the Lord. And touch not the unclean thing and I will receive you. Come ye out from among them and be ye separate. Yeah. How can you present your body a living sacrifice unto God? Holy and acceptable unto God. Come on now. If you're still dwelling in the same cesspool that God saved you out of. Now, in your own way of thinking, you can say, well, I'm just trying. You don't have to be out there participating and doing everything they're doing to tell them about Jesus. That's right. Amen. Amen. That's right. Amen. Well, what what if I got a husband that don't believe? See, this ain't even talking about marriage. As for us, come ye out from among them. It don't say put your husband away. That's right. That's right. Peter addressed that as for dealing with the unbelieving husband. That's right. And he don't say put him away. Amen. Now, the Bible says if he refused to believe and he leave, he said he don't he don't say you got to go run behind him. That's right. That's right. 
but he's still your husband. Amen. Amen. I know folks don't like talking about that. It's all right. Teach But I said we come here to learn. Amen. Because, see, God don't wink at sin anymore. But he commanded all men everywhere to repent. Because he's not going to accept ignorance as an excuse. But my point this morning is... Because it is written for us to be holy, because yeah. God is holy, yeah. we have to present ourselves in the fashion of holiness the way God say do it. Amen. That's it. That's it. And God said, come ye out from among them. Amen. God isn't telling us anything he didn't tell Israel. Amen. He told Israel, I enter into this covenant with you. You know what? But there are some things you got to adhere to. Stay away from no heathen nations. They'll turn your heart away from me. Isn't that amazing? God knew. God knew there was such crazy, immoral, freaky, defiled things that those other nations were doing. God said, stay away from them. Amen. They will turn your heart away from me. Amen. Yeah. And what did many do? They tipped over there. Yeah. They tipped over there. And their minds were blown. Yes, it was. Their minds were blown. What is it, Ezra? A, a, a group of them left the camp and went over and, and mixed with these heathen women. Yeah. Got married. Had families and everything. Yeah. And then... Came to their senses. They came back and appealed to God and said, We want to come back. God is merciful. God is loving. But listen to God's condition. I'll accept you back. Yeah. Yeah. But no children and no wives, they don't come with me. That's right. Amen. That's right. They didn't leave here. That's right. They weren't of us. And they're not going to be accepted by me as us. Amen. See, we can play around if we want to and think God isn't serious. But God is serious, folks. Yes, he is. He's serious about this thing. Yes, he is. And when the Bible says present your body a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable under God, you better recognize who God is. Man. God just don't write hall passes to excuse you for your foolishness. Amen. He means what he says. Yes, sir. So the charge today is because it is written, yeah. we ought to be holy. Man. Amen. Because God is holy. Man. I say it all the time. When the world look at our lives, they should be desirous of wanting to be like us. Man. They, they should be, it should, they should be inquisitive about the God that we serve. Yeah. And how he provides and how he protects us and how he, that's how he was with Israel. That's right. That's why the other heathen nations hated him so much. Yeah, yeah. 
God made it clear it's not that you are larger than the other nations. Right. It's not because you have more than the other nations. God said, you're going to be great because I'm your God. Man. We need to understand. It, it, it don't take a mega church to do God's work. Amen. Amen. The Bible says if God be for us. That's right. Who? To be against us. Man, with God on our side and God having favor for us, we are the majority. Man. We worrying about numbers. We worrying about will we be able to pay the light bill? Well, they make candles. I don't sit up worrying about that stuff, folks. Because I know God is able. Amen. And I know God is far more important. He, he's far more interested in things of greater importance than a light bill and a water bill. Man. Or a mortgage. Man. God is concerned and interested in people's souls. Amen. And if we be about doing the business of God yeah. and doing what he has commanded us to do, you don't think God is faithful and just to provide? Yes, he is. The question is, are we faithful? Man. We know God is. That's right. Are we faithful? Man. I hope you got something out of the lesson here. Amen. God is just simply appealing and saying, I'm your God. Yeah. I'm holy. Man. I'm holy. God is so holy. You know, he, 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 he went to swear one time. He said, I just had to swear by myself. Because <laughs> there's no one greater. That's right. When Moses said, when I, when I go into Egypt and they ask who sent me, what is your name? He said, just tell them I am. That's right. Who am I going to compare myself to? That's right. Just tell them I am that I am. Man. He said, they'll know. Yeah. Why would God lower himself to compare himself to somebody else? That's right. That's right. Folks, this is our father. I'm talking about we serve. Man. Do, are, are you excited to have God as a father? Amen. Yes, sir. Bible says, yeah, you're going to have temptation. You're going to have some valleys. You're going to have darts shot at you and everything. But in the end, yeah. but in the end, yeah, yeah. you're going to wipe away the tears. Amen. No more pain. Amen. No more crying. No more dying. The wickedness and the evil that you got to put up with and deal with in people today, they won't be in heaven. Amen. Man, if nothing else that excites me about going to heaven is the fact I ain't got to deal with no ignorant. That's right. Ignorant folks. Amen. Not ignorant. Ignorant. That's right. <laughs> they won't be there. Amen. And I know whatever conversation I have with whoever else is there is going to be a godly conversation. Amen. Yes, sir. Man, that's worth fighting for. Amen. Amen. You're here today and you haven't surrendered your will to the Lord, to become his child. 
You haven't. Accepted God's word as the final authority, authority on all matters. Because it is. Because this is what we're going to be judged by. It's the final authority. You need to do so today. You need to repent of your sin. Simply turn from what you had deemed as being correct and right and what you've been following because it's been wrong. It is wrong. And you need to turn and follow that which is right. That's the word of God. You need to confess Christ to be the son of the living God. You need to be baptized today for the remission of your sins. That is how you come in contact with the blood. And it's the blood that cleanses you. And makes it possible for you to be reconciled back unto God. Right now you're defiled and separated from God because of your sin. And the only agent that's available to cleanse you of your sin, to bring you into reconciliation unto God, is the blood of his dear son. But you can only contact that through obedience and being baptized. Buried with him in baptism to arise a new creature. Old things passed away. All things become new. That's what you need to do today. If you're here today and you are a member of the body of Christ, the church of Christ, but your faith is weak, let us pray with you and for you. You haven't been dedicated. You haven't been faithful in your service as a Christian as you ought to. See, you can't be holy and unfaithful. You can't declare yourself holy and then don't even want to come to worship. That's right. That's right. How are you going to declare yourself holy and you won't even come and worship the one who is the most holy? Amen. Get yourself together. That's right. Sober up. Amen. Sober up. Yeah. Get yourself together. Man. Let folks know Sunday's going to have to stop being the hangout place. Or if it is, it got to be later. But if you're going to do what the scriptures say, we just read in 2 Corinthians 6, come ye out from where? And the sad thing about that, it said come ye out from among them. You're inviting them over. So what I say to you is send them back over yonder. Yeah. Yeah. Amen. Let them go drink and carouse and talk foolish somewhere else. Amen. Amen. The scripture says, come ye out. Don't shoot the messenger. Amen. <laughs> I've given you book, chapter, and verse today. What Amen. else you want? Amen. Um, you, you, you still might be like your old ancestors. They killed the prophets for just telling them what God told them to tell them. But you know what? Take it any way you want to. That's right. Amen. It's the truth. Amen. And as Paul said, do I become your enemy? Because I tell you the truth. I care about your soul. 
There ain't too many preachers where you're going to go who really do. That's right. Amen. That's right. But I care. So if you want to hate me or turn your nose up or not shake my hand today because of it, hey, you got a problem. That's right. I ain't going home to cry about it. Amen. Pray for you and go on. What's our song, Jerry? 633. 633 is our invitation song. And you know what? This is a great invitation. That's right. Amen. This is a great invitation. Here's an invitation to invite you to get yourself together. This is an opportunity for you to be able to say, I've done what I needed to do that I may present my life a living sacrifice. Man. Holy yeah. and acceptable unto God, which is my reasonable service. Yeah. This is a great invitation, folks. Yes, it is. And I'm just praying you'll take advantage of it. Let us together stand and let us sing. Careless souls, why will you linger?